0: You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum-blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest feast filled fresh weekly for more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, just go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. I hope tonight you are drinking some Housewives-inspired wine for yourself, packing a bunch at 13% alcohol by volume but less than a gram of sugar. It is my no-filter wine. If you're drinking tonight, let me know in the live chat on YouTube or on the live chat on the Instagram. Let me know if you are sipping on some no-filter wine. I'm sorry that I'm late tonight, guys. I had a meeting for no-filter wine um, for some exciting things that are happening next month. So stay tuned. Let me know if you're drinking rosé or white tonight. And if you are, which can you've got out today? I've got out. Cut down my drinking or what? Or what? Because we will be breaking down some Real Housewives of... Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. Welcome on in, guys. Welcome on in. If you're listening to this on the podcast, and this is a rebroadcast from our Thursday night live every Thursday night at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 Eastern, we go live on Instagram at NoFailToItZag and on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Guys, if you are watching this on the YouTube, then I hope you hit that subscribe button, smash that like button, and leave me a little comment below. Let me know what you thought. of today's Instagram and YouTube live stream. Hi, from Texas. Let's see. We got Lisa in the house from Texas. What's going on, Lisa? Ooh, Faces by Bravo's in the house. Faces by Bravo is here for the wine. No wine, and it's 9 a.m., and I'm in Australia. So much Australian love. I want to know. I have so many people that listen and watch the show from Australia. Very curious about how you found out about me and whether or not it was through Jacques. My favorite vintage is 13% alcohol by volume. Well, DGF627. Love that. Yay, Trish. Hi, Zach Pack family. What's going on, Trish? Love you, my boo. Love you. Ooh, calling in from Seattle or watching from Seattle. Hi, gorgeous. From STL from Ooh, Monaco. Hi, Josephine. All right, guys, we are going to be talking about Zach Attack Live, saved by the Bell, but makes it Zach Peter. Oh, Simmy D13. Hi from Nashville. Were you in our na were you at our Nashville Spilling Tea Live show? Hi from Texas. We might be coming to Texas very soon. Spilling tea live, Austin. Stay tuned. Um, okay, we are going to be talking about Todd Chrisley. He is in a major federal trial right now. Ooh, from Arizona Beach. Hi, Chiaz girl. From Auckland, New Zealand. What's going on, everybody? We love you. It's the Housewives Link. Yes. Hi from Pico. Hi from Canada. Hi, Cat from Canada. Annette from NC, April from Michigan. Wow, I love all the love all around the world. Um, The Spirited Woman from Melbourne. Thank you, guys. Okay, I'm pretty sure people on the podcast hate me right now for giving all of these shout-outs because they hate when I give shout-outs. But anyway, we are going to be breaking down Todd Chrisley. He is in the middle of a major federal trial, um, and there are some new allegations that have come out regarding a... Gay love affair with his business partner. We'll get into it. And then, of course, we will be recapping this week's episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because there was a lot of it. And yes, there's a lot to come in next week's episode. And I'm pretty sure you're all going to have a lot of um, thoughts, feelings, and vibes about it. Uh, Elizabeth Gamber, Hi from Chicago. Oh, I might be in Chicago. Wink, wink, we might be spilling some tea in Chicago very soon. I shouldn't be saying that, but wink, wink, we shall see. I was talking to someone about that earlier today or like a little while ago. Okay, so let's start off with Todd Chrisley and Chrisley in hot water. Okay, so Todd Chrisley and his wife, Julie, are currently in the middle of a federal fraud trial. The Chrisley Knows Best stars are currently under investigation for alleged tax evasion and are being accused of defrauding banks by allegedly forging documents that claim that they had more money than they actually did so they can continue to borrow from banks. They're being charged with one count of conspiracy to commit bank fraud, fraud, Five counts of bank fraud, one count of conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government, and one count of tax fraud. Julie, Todd's wife, is also facing one count of wire fraud and one count of obstruction of justice. Their accountant, Peter Tarantino, is also being charged along with them. They took out up to $30 million in loans And after making $6 million from Chris Lee Knows Best, the prosecution is claiming that they tried to hide money from the IRS. So these are some really big accusations, some really big claims. I believe they've been caught up in lawsuits and um, cases in the past. I don't know if those cases were ever cleared or closed or what, but this is a big federal investigation. Um, They did end up filing for bankruptcy and dipping out on up to $20 million in owed debts, which is kind of a lot, especially if they were taking out up to $30 million. Damn, Jen Zitch 1012 in the live chat on Instagram says, damn, is right, Jen. Um, So far, they are all denying the claims. Todd and Julie are saying that that is not true. The accountant is saying, no, nobody cheated on their taxes. Like, this is not true. I did not falsify documents. So they are denying the charges. We do know that Todd had his Chrisley ass management company which sold foreclosed homes and he did really well or seemingly did really well after that. Hi, Peggy. Love you too, babe. Um... Ooh. So multiple former employees have now come forth and are testifying against Todd saying that he would spend copious amounts of money and lived well beyond his means. He apparently also used to spend business funds on lavish personal expenses, such as flying back and forth to Los Angeles for haircuts every four to six weeks, expensive cars like the Bentleys. I wonder if it was like a Kim Kardashian, like custom Bentley. Um, also on designer clothes, like basically he was charging a bunch of personal expenses to the business, um, which, you know, I guess we know this is something Tom Girardi was allegedly doing as well. So, well, Todd's former business partner, Mark Braddock, is actually the one that turned them into the feds. Ooh, Charmin BB bought a badge. Yay, Charmin BB. Charmin BB bought the first Instagram badge of the night, and she is dropping three hearts. Thank you, Charmin BB. Charmin BB always comes up in the live chat and is dropping those badges. Yes, if you are on Instagram, the badges are on on Instagram. If you are on YouTube, the Super Chats are on, on, um, on the YouTube. So, If you want to get 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 it tonight, I will give you give you give you a shout out, just like I gave Charmin BB a shout out. Okay, so Mark Braddock, who is the former business partner, he's the one that turned them in, and he testified this week and is claiming he actually he testified and he is cooperating, and I believe he is being cleared of his. In exchange for his testimony, he's being cleared of any, you know, charges. He's being exonerated. Um, but anyway, Braddock testified this week and he's claiming that he and Todd actually had like a fair, an affair, like a sexual affair, like a gay affair, which is like perfect timing because we're just about to go into Gay Pride Month. And like, hello, if you're ever going to out a gay affair, it's, you know right on trend for, you know, the rainbow month we're about to have ahead. But he claims that the affair happened in the early 2000s. They eventually ended the affair. We'll get to that, Miss Danielle or Miss Daniel. I heard you hooked up with Todd Chrisley. You heard I hooked up with Todd Chrisley. I heard you hooked up with somebody from Vanderpump Rules, Anthony Lario, wink, wink. Um, That may have been some tea we spilled in New York City. You heard, I heard you hooked up with Todd Chrisley. I am not denying, I'm not... um, what is it? I'm not going to um, own it or deny it. Wink, wink. No, I'm kidding. I've never banged Todd Chrisley. I mean, if I'm going to bang anybody, like there are plenty of options on the table. Todd Chrisley is not one of the options. Like, I'm not interested in banging Todd Chrisley. He's just like not my vibe. Um, but, you know, there are plenty of people that want him. Apparently, this was a short-lived affair. It ended back in the early 2000s, but they remained friends and became and remained business partners. Braddock claims that he still had feelings for Quistley, even though their affair had ended. And that's why he ended up helping him aid in the alleged fraud before turning him into the FBI. It sounds a little bitter. I'm not going to lie. Like this is just like a little bit of bitter toast, you know, like some burnt toast with like some, oh, just. Something just feels a bit off. But apparently Todd's attorney feels the same way because he's claiming that Braddock is nothing more than an obsessed former business partner who wants to be Todd, who thinks that he is Todd. Q, Mariah Carey's, Why you so obsessed with me? Boy, I gotta know. Lying, that just sexing me. But like, here's the thing. If you were, like, would you be this bitter if like, he didn't suck your dick? Like that's like a legit question, right? Lizzie says, Zach, you're my fave. Thank you, Lizzie Drucker. You're my fave. Lady De La Hoya, neither confirm or deny, I plead the fifth. Yeah. I swear to the child the truth, nothing but the whole truth. Pat the puss. I plead the fifth. Um, so yeah. But uh, Braddock is claiming that he falsified documents on behalf of Chrisley and even impersonated him in certain instances to banks like on the phone in conversations being like, yeah, I'm Todd Chrisley. I'm Todd Chrisley, bitch. Um, Husky Loving Teacher just dropped three badges on Instagram. Thank you, Husky Loving Teacher. I love seeing you in the live chat. Braddock is also claiming that they had to pay up to $38,000 after someone threatened to out their affair and threatened to out their alleged uh, fraudulent practices. So defrauding banks, falsifying documents, avoiding paying their taxes. Apparently, somebody was privy to all of this information, threatened them, and they had to pay multiple payments, which, uh, tol- uh, which totaled up to $38,000. Are you drinking tonight? Any new flavors? Um, We have the classic, or actually this isn't the classic. This is the new sparkling white wine, which is delicious. Yum, yum, delicious. And then we also have the rosé. Tonight is a white kind of night. Todd has always been accused of being gay. He's always said that he's not and just seems like he's trying to play into it and take advantage of that narrative. Oh, you mean the guy is trying to take advantage of that narrative. I mean, but here's the big question. If you, like, unless you were like, really involved to the point where you would develop these types of intense feelings, would you be this bitter? Like, it really, like, people, that's why, like, the biggest disputes usually come from former lovers, they come from spouses, like, because there's just so much of that, like, I'm so hurt, I'm so heartbroken that I want to take you down. Like, nobody wants to just take somebody down just because, you know, you forgot to bring me coffee that one time at the office. Kenny G, 1064, for dropping the three badges. Thank you, Kenny G. Love you, Kenny G. Thank you for the badges. Everybody kisses out to Kenny G. Um, what if it was Julie trying to stack coins so she could plan her grand escape from Todd? I mean, listen, she has two additional charges, a charge of wire fraud and a charge of, what was the other one? Conspiracy to do something. Um... One count of wire fraud. Oh, and one kind of obstruction of justice. So Julie's not, her hands aren't clean in any of this either. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I agree, maybe Maybelline. Um, But yeah, so his attorney says that this guy's just obsessed with him. But he's claiming, no, I did all of these things. We had to pay people off because we were being blackmailed. The two apparently had a falling out back in 2012 and haven't spoken since that falling out. Todd accused him and another employee of stealing money from him. He locked him out of the office. And their friendship ended altogether. That was back in 2012. So that was 10 years ago. Interesting now, as some of you have mentioned in the live chat, um, like, why pursue this now? Like, I get it. And I feel like you really wouldn't try to take somebody down to this level if there weren't any sort of romantic feelings and it didn't get really complicated. And I think sex definitely complicates things. But my question is, why now? Obviously, we know that sometimes it takes time for these cases to build. But, like, again, why now? What happened recently with this Mark Braddock guy that he was like, I need to take Todd down um, in this particular moment. We know that Todd has denied being gay in the past. Um, he's said in re- er, in past interviews that, you know, he's flattered that both men and women are into him and his wife is flattered that he has to fight off both men and women. <sighs> I don't know how many women are lining up um, because they want Todd Chrisley. That's no shade. That's just, you know, mm, mm. I don't know how many people are really lining up because they want him so bad. But the prosecution has rested their case. And now the defense, which is the Chrisleys and their attorneys, will be moving forward with their case. Um, I'm not sure if that started today, which was Thursday, or if that's going to be starting tomorrow. But they are. Um, they are currently in the middle of the trial. Prosecution is rested. Now the defense gets to speak. We'll know more next week, but I'm curious what you guys think. Do you believe this guy had an affair with Todd? Do you believe that he really is obsessed with him? I would not shop with Todd, not sleep with Todd. You wouldn't shop with him or sleep with him. Ooh, they want his coin. They want whose coin? They're not getting coin from... Oh, they want... The IRS wants Todd's coin. That's for damn sure. Isn't Mark Braddock also married? Yes, April. uh, Mark is also married. And he had he confessed in his testimony that he had to disclose all this information to his wife before he was able to testify. He had to be like, yo, honey. So back in the day, I happened to to suck Todd Chrisley's dick. So there's that gonna be uh, gonna be going on the stand and letting everybody know that I helped him defraud banks and avoid paying his taxes. Um, And I sucked his dick. So Love you, Zach. Kiddo duty night. Good night, Elaine. Send me pictures of you drinking the wine. Elaine just stocked up on a ton, on a shit ton of no filter wine. And I feel like she's about to have a really good Liddy City weekend. And I can't wait to see the pictures. Hiding in the bathroom from my husband and the kids. Oh my God, that's hilarious. He was married. Yes, they were both married. So Braddock and Chrisley were both married when they were having this um, gay love affair, this rendezvous. It wasn't a menage a trois, but it was a rendezvous. Todd Chrisley, while entertaining, comes off as a common. What does that mean, Lizzie? Um, Lisa H says this has been going on forever. Lindsay has always signaled that something is wrong. Something wrong is going on. I mean, I hide in the bathroom with my phone too. That's funny. Brad is thirsty. Okay, so we're leaning more on the side of maybe Todd Chrisley didn't sleep with this guy and that this guy is just thirsty and looking for his 15 minutes of fame um I don't know I mean that's a lot of tarnishing of your reputation if you're currently married and I mean because now that's going to be embarrassing for your wife because you cheated and you slept with another man that you were working with and you kept this affair hidden for all of these years it doesn't sound it sounds like there has to be some truth to it maybe maybelline just dropped two badges in instagram live chat thank you maybe maybelline maybe she's born with it maybe it's maybelline thank you my love for dropping the two badges i appreciate you my dear um okay so that's all we got to say about the chrisleys any other thoughts feelings vibes heck no none of this is made up well Aaron free hugs i guess I guess we'll never know. Oh my God, look at this. T. Hamilton just dropped a super chat. Thank you, T. Hamilton on the YouTube. Sending hugs and positivity. Thank you. Todd is gay. Julie knows, so I don't believe this guy. Wait, what? Oh, if Todd is gay, Julie knows, so I don't believe this guy. Who's to say Julie doesn't know? I mean, I'm not saying Julie was clenching her pearls and acting shocked in the courtroom. Come on, Chris Jenner's. No one is surprised by the gay lover anymore. I mean, well, Chris Jenner, her case was a bit more than just a gay lover. It was like he came out as a as a woman. Bruce became Caitlyn. That was a lot more scandalous than this. Maybe Mark was about to be charged and decided to make a deal. I mean, that's possible too. That maybe they came to him and they're like, hey, we're investigating Todd Chrisley. We're investigating the situation. Therefore, you know, we're hoping you'll cooperate with us. And if you do, you'll get immunity. But if you saw their show, it seemed like Todd and his wife had a lot of sex. Do we believe that? I've never seen Chrisley Knows Best. Um, I know of the Chrisleys. I know people love Todd. Todd. I don't know if I would agree with it. I mean, I've never watched the show, but to me, they don't look like a couple that just has a bunch of sex. Like who are they, Erica Jane? Um, is this going to hurt them or help them? I think if he is, the family knows. I mean, the family may suspect it. Um, in either scenario is definitely Todd has always striked me as going both ways. Always liked the show. You never know about people. Yeah, that's true. I mean, trust me. The number of guys that slide into my DMs um, that have wives. Mm, hmm Yeah. There's that. So, okay. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Shall we recap that? Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. Gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme. Living in Beverly Hills. Okay. So coming into this episode, Sutton is still in the hot seat after the remarks that she made about Dorit. We see her apologize to Dorit, and then we get into her backstory as to why, as her explanation as to why she reacted the way that she did. We also see Kyle's store opening in, what was it, Palm Springs, Palm Desert, same shit, um... But so Sutton gets into her backstory, She says that a man broke into her parents' home and was standing outside of her bedroom door when her father caught him. Her father put a gun to his face and shot him right in front of her, which she claims is very traumatizing. That's not even a claim. I mean, that I would imagine that would be traumatizing for anybody. Um, but it sounds like this was her initial reaction based off of the trauma that she had experienced with her father with the break-in so when you hear her saying like oh you know I don't do well with guns I don't do well with robberies and you know she kind of talks about her past and now we get the full story in this episode so I'm glad that she took accountability for being insensitive. I was very happy to see that. Um, Dorit seemed very forgiving. And, like, it seems like Dorit's just in a place where she's like, I don't want to fight with people. I don't want to actually, you know, get into... a a beef over this like if you're sorry and you're explaining this to me then i just want to move on and you know she's just trying to dorit's trying to survive right now um but you can tell that she's very visibly traumatized like visibly traumatized we hear the voicemail to kyle we see the dead look in her eyes so i mean i don't know if i necessarily subscribe to garcelle's comment that dorit wasn't very glam at kyle's store opening though i mean she seemed very stylish it seemed like she it was a very Dorit outfit that she had on was it va va voom and over the top like we've seen in the past not necessarily but it was still stylish it was still a cute little vibe that she had going on um but then we get back to Kyle's house in La Quinta where Sutton's comments are brought up again um I feel don't feel like it was necessary to, to bring it up again because Kyle, who was the one that received the comments from Sutton originally, she voiced her feelings towards Sutton. She brought it up to her. They kind of worked it out. Then Dorit and Sutton worked it out and they made up from it. So to me, there was no real reason. Nobody else seemed to have much of an issue with the comments that Sutton made. So I was like, there was no reason to bring it up again other than to rehash it and maybe just hash it out for the show even further. But Then we get into the crystal of it all. Um, and Crystal has clearly been harboring some feelings for some time she claims that the women are really good at gaslighting and that they're great at policing people's feelings she then gets gets into her usage of the word violate she felt violated when Sutton came into her room and unbeknownst to Sutton Crystal happened to be naked she didn't like how the women treated her or and were trying to tell her how she was supposed to feel about the situation and like listen I think everybody is entitled to their feelings, but words aren't feelings, you know. Oh, we got another, we got another super chat on the YouTube. Ten bucks from Lizzie Drucker. Lizzie says, "Really felt for Doree. I think that it's gross with all these it's fake allegations. She's a human, and humans have feelings." Absolutely, Lizzie. I don't like when people say that it was staged or it was fake or whatever. Like, listen, you can see the trauma. In her eye, you can see the way her body is tense. You can see, I think, the moment of her sitting outside of Kyle's where she's like crying and she's like trying to talk herself off the ledge, and she's like, "I'm it's okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. And she's like, please get the phone, PK. Please get the phone. Like, that was a very real moment. That was an, I don't give a fuck about the cameras that are here. Dorit's not an actress. Dorit's never been an actress. Dorit's never tried to be an actress. Um, to me, that was very real. In the preview that we see in next week's episode where we see her cry, to me, that's very real. You listen to the voicemail that came in the middle of the night. Nobody's sitting at home in the middle of the night thinking, I'm gonna send this voicemail. I know when I've gone through things or had traumatic experience like I can relate to some of what she's going through not to say that what I went through was in any way comparable to like having a gun put to your head with your kids in the next room but like I've been in that position of like feeling traumatized and like having those moments of like, you're okay. You're okay. It's okay. You're okay. Like I've, I can relate to that. Um, so to me, I believe that it's real. Listen, are all the details crystal clear and cookie cutter perfect? No, they're not. You know, there are a lot of questions that I think a lot of people have naturally. Um, but listen, when people rob somebody's home, they usually don't have a perfect plan, you know? Like, as much as we like to watch these James Bond movies where these criminals are super smart and super savvy and have every detail thought out, that's not life. Life isn't, that's not how, you know, people, like, a lot of the times they're really just going in and trying to raid somebody's house and get out and hope they don't get caught. I'm pretty sure they weren't expecting to see her there. I'm pretty sure they weren't expecting the kids there. I'm pretty sure they wanted to just get in and out once they knew that the kids were there. I know people were saying her phone was flashed at the end, which means they had to have called 911. Listen, that's not to say that one of the robbers couldn't have had a heart and been like, fuck, there were kids home. I'm going to call 911 because maybe I have a family at home. Maybe I have kids at home. Maybe I have a sister with kids at home. And if this happened to her, you know, I would want to make sure that she was okay." Like, you can be a human that's making bad decisions and humans are multifaceted. So you can break into somebody's home and then be like, holy shit, I'm too far in. I have to commit to the crime. But at the same time, my heart hurts and I want to make sure I call the cops to make sure this woman. Is taking care of. All of these things can be true. Multiple things can be true. I don't think they would have staged the robbery. They didn't need to stage the robbery while she was there. And I most certainly don't think they would have staged the robbery with the kids there because why would you risk your kids walking in on a scene like that? Why would you risk your kids being witness to that? Because then the kids would then be traumatized and the kids aren't in on a scheme. The kids wouldn't be in on knowing that, hey, today a bad man's gonna break into the house and you know he's gonna put a gun to mommy's head and we're just gonna play along with this. The kids were not aware of that. So I think there are too many pieces and indicators. And from what I heard as all of this was breaking, Dorit was very honestly genuinely traumatized by what was going on so i don't like to listen to the bullshit of people trying to be like it was staged it was staged when you have a fucking gun put to your head then you can come into the comments and talk shit other than that shut the fuck up and sit down and get out of my live chat because we don't do that bullshit here this is not a place where we are negative this is not a place where we tear people down this is not a place where we you know question somebody's trauma necessarily like no that's not what we do here that's not what no Filters about that's not what i'm about that's not what the zach pack is about thank you t hamilton for a minus the zach pack is here exactly low-key on youtube not with the kids home zach is so wrong no i agree Zach is so wrong. No, I agree with Zach. I love you, boo. Thanks, Alicia. Um, Chrissy G, thank you for the three badges, my love. Trish, thank you for the three badges. I agree with Zach 100%. It's insane that people think otherwise. I agree. I agree. Thank you, Trish. Um, have they caught the criminals? I don't believe that they've caught the criminals yet. No. Um, but let's get back to the Crystal stuff because this is where it gets a little dicey. Um, And again, listen, I think everyone is entitled to their feelings. Um, The hard part is I get her point of trying to be like, you guys can't tell me how I feel. You guys can't tell me, you know, what's an appropriate reaction to something like this. And again, everybody is entitled to their own feelings, especially in in cases like this where there are boundaries that are crossed or, you know, there are feelings of uncomfort. Um, But listen, words aren't feelings. Words are very different from feelings. And I really like Crystal. I was a bit taken back by all of this, but I think it was a late night. It was an emotionally charged night. Uh, There were a lot of drinks flowing, some alcohol that we were sipping. I think we were feeling, you know, a little litty city. We were feeling a little extra sensitive. I think people, uh, people in the group, I think, were triggered by the word that she used. And the word that she used was violate. Crystal's Rands felt kind of produced. It didn't feel, it It caught me off guard, Surfer Wife. Um, thank you, 425 Vanessa, for the two badges. Wow, I say nice things about Dorita. You guys are dropping badges left and right. Thank you, my love. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, naked selfies for the win. Um, Okay, yeah, I was feeling a little frisky and I posted a little shower, the selfie from the shower um, because I was like feeling myself, feeling myself. And I did not realize that that was going to be the day my personal Twitter account started blowing up. And I was like, oh, great. Now everybody's going to come and start to follow me and think that my whole brand is just posting naked pictures from the shower. So there's that to look forward to. But anyway, I think that the people in the group were triggered by the word Violate. Given the circumstances, you know, they're on national television. We've, you know, just come off of the Me Too movement, the Time's Up movement. People are getting canceled left and right for inappropriate behavior. Rightfully so. But it is, you know, the climate that we're in is very charged, you know, and accusations are being put out there. Um, I think that they were trying to protect Sutton. The women were trying to protect Sutton last season by telling Crystal that the word violated is a strong word to have an accusation of being violated out there on national television it could be taken the wrong way it could be misconstrued and here's the thing everyone's entitled to their own feelings but i don't think that words are the same things as feelings and words mean different things to different people i don't think that anyone was trying to diminish crystal's experience or diminish her feelings um of being, as she describes, violated. I don't think anybody was trying to take that away from her as much as they were triggered by her usage of the word violated. I think production confirmed for her that fans would support her calling out Kyle, et etc. Yeah, I mean, it seems like there's a big uproar on Twitter for people that are like, take down the mean girls and da-da-da-da-da. Real houses Beverly Hills, mean girls. Uh, They ran LVP off the show. They ran Denise Richards off the show. I mean, did they... Like, LVP left the show... Cause she got called out and she'd been getting called out for multiple seasons. Like it was her time to go. And I think she's better off without the show. Um, Denise Richards tried to control the narrative. She was trying to, you know, threaten to sue people like very different. Um, but I think In this case with Crystal, I think it's a matter of circumstances and the sensitive climate that we're in culturally. I I mean, it's being brought up right now in the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial. You know, abuse. What is abuse? Is it just physical? Does verbal and emotional abuse also count towards domestic abuse? You know, these terms are still being defined right now. And I feel like there's a lot of, you know, gray area. It's not a very clear black and white definition for these things. And I think people interpret things very differently. So the word violate could mean a lot to one person. And it could be, you know, very innocuous to another person. But again, I think that when they were trying to tell Crystal that that word was a strong word to be used, that they were doing it to protect Sutton because they were like, if you accuse Sutton, you had already accused Sutton of being, you know, a racist girl from the South. And now you're going to accuse Sutton of violating you in your bedroom. Like the optics of that just sound really Bad, you know? So I think everyone was just taken aback by that in that moment. I think everyone was taken aback by her bringing this up that night in La Quinta, especially considering Dereed's recent home invasion. Like, you can't compare trauma. You can't compare experiences. You can't compare people's feelings. However, I think they do bring context in certain situations. And the whole Sutton versus Crystal situation from a year ago, I think, is very different from Dorit's recent home invasion and the PTSD that she's currently facing. That doesn't make one more valid than the other, because I think both experiences are valid, but they are very different. And in comparison, they hold very different weight. That's why we shouldn't compare them but I think in this case Crystal was comparing them that night because it was about Dorit's home invasion and she brought up her experience and so that's what made the comparison happen and again I really liked Crystal last season and I had high hopes for her this season I don't feel like her friendship with Garcelle and Sutton is the most genuine um I know uh in the the live chat people are saying that it feels like she's being a little pre-produced and she knows that she would get like fan support if she went against Kyle and Dorit it's i mean it's fine to go against kyle and dorit maybe not in this time or place i think that's where it's a little like "Mm." um so i mean but i think crystal was more trying to compare herself to sutton rather than she was trying to compare herself to dorit and she was trying to compare herself to sutton in how um the women were trying to tell Sutton what's an appropriate and an inappropriate reaction to a friend's home invasion. But if that's the case, and she is trying to compare, you know, how the women were treating Sutton based off of her reaction, that's very different. Because if that's the case, a reaction and a person's feelings towards a situation are not at all the same thing. And they're not at all comparable. Sutton's feelings weren't what Kyle was questioning. Her insensitive, as Sutton herself has described it, insensitive. Her insensitive reaction is what was in question, not Sutton's feelings about the matter, because Sutton didn't express her feelings, Sutton just expressed her reaction. Her reaction was selfish, self-absorbed, and insensitive. And Sutton has owned up to that and Sutton has apologized for that. So if Crystal's trying to compare herself to the way the women treated her and the women were treating Satin in that moment. I think it's very different. And I also found it to be a bit of an oxymoron how, at when uh, Kyle was bringing up, you know, earlier in the episode to all the women, Kyle's like, you know, this happened with Sutton, this kind of bothered me. And then Garcelle jumps in and she's like, well, I don't think it's fair that we're discussing this without Sutton present and without Sutton being able to defend herself. And I was like, well, Garcelle, but if we go back to last season, when Sutton called a meeting about Erica, nobody seemed to have a problem. I mean, except for Lisa Renna, who is Erica's friend. Nobody seemed to have a problem with that then. Like, that didn't seem to be an issue. Um, We were okay all talking about Erica behind her back and not really wanting to give Erica an opportunity to defend herself in that moment. So now, like, I don't know. I just feel like there are double standards and, you know, trying to understand it all and trying to keep up with it all. But what do you guys think? How do you feel about Crystal, Sutton, Dorit, the whole vibe of it all? That's what they do. What's what they do. They contradict themselves. Crystal was complaining. Crystal's always complaining about something. Yeah. Kyle kind of mentioned that in her confessional, which makes me think that there's probably more that Crystal continues to complain about as the season goes on. Um, can we talk about your shirt? What would you like to talk about my shirt, my love? Thank you, Alicia. Hopefully, it's good. Good things you want to say. Spot on. Thank you, Chrissy. Um, I agree with Aaron. Free hugs. What did Aaron free hug said? Aaron said, "I just think violated implies on purpose, and that's not the issue. Exactly. But that's the point: is that words and feelings are two very different things because." Words mean different things to different people. If I say I was hurt, you can't really have an interpretation of that because those are my feelings and I'm the one that is the receiver and the, you know, the person that has a ton or um, ownership over my feelings. That's why, but with words, words can, are, are subjective words, when you put a word on a table, we can all interpret that word very differently. To some people, the word violate is a very strong word, almost too strong. And as Aaron says, the word uh, violate implies that there's intent behind it, implies that it was, you know, deliberate, that it was done on purpose. And so that's why you can't compare words to feelings. And I don't think anybody was trying to take away Crystal's feelings, but, you know. Tis what it is. Um, Tay Hammond said, I don't love Garcelle and Sutton, but I do think that they make the show more dynamic. One thousand percent. I enjoy them on the show. Do I want to call out people's bullshit? Absolutely. But I enjoy them on the show, and I think that they definitely make things interesting for sure. I love the juxtaposition of Kyle and Dore and Rinna and Erica, and then we have the new girls, Sutton, Garcelle, Crystal. You know, I like that kind of we're all one group, but we're kind of two separate groups, and there is tension, and we, you know, are becoming closer and drifting apart and becoming closer and drifting apart. Conflict resolution, conflict resolution. So, yes, I do Very much enjoy that dynamic. Um, Let's see. Russ on YouTube says, maybe Garcelle just figured they should have learned not to meet to discuss these types of things without everyone there. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's possible. That is possible. Um, But it's like then we have to give everybody room To grow through this, I think it is possible that they were like, we made some mistakes before, and now we're not going to make those same mistakes again. I think that's definitely within the realm of possibility, Russ, for sure. Uh, Maybe Maybelline says, if they all talked about each other in front of each other, we'd have no drama. Exactly. We'd have no drama. Not disagreeing with you there. I know there was a new report that came out today. Um, I believe it was in page six. Adam was the one that told me about it. I was talking to him earlier and he was like, did you see the new thing about Erica? And I was like, oh, what now? What now? Um, and so I was reading the article only to find out that of course it came from Ronald McDonald. He d- we don't really talk anymore and so I don't give a shit about calling him Ronald McDonald <laughs> anymore. Mm. Um, or Ronald Richards, Attorney Ronald Richards. He is now apparently... Coming after Erica by representing another client um, that's claiming, I don't know, I didn't get into it too much because it felt like another, him giving exclusive quotes to the press, that's where I kind of tune out because then to me it just doesn't really hold much weight. Um, because it seems like we're just back to the thirsty old tactics of trying to get people's attention for the sake of getting people's attention and getting eyes on him and building his Twitter account back up. And since he got fired from the bankruptcy trustee, he's trying to regain that clout. Um, but anyway, there was, there's like a $5 million, uh, claim against Erica and, Ron is saying that she's hindering or preventing his clients from pursuing that $5 million claim against her because they can't move forward with the discovery process and they can't move forward with the discovery process because Erica's company, EJ Global LLC, has been suspended by the tax, um, the tax board, tax franchise board, um, and her lawyer is claiming well the reason it was suspended is because we weren't able to file tax returns because we don't have access to the financials the financials are in possession of Girardi Keys, and the financials are in in possession of the bankruptcy trustee they're the ones that have everything Um, we don't have everything because we don't have anything because Erica was never in possession of any of the banking or the accounting for EJ Global LLC Tom and his bookkeeper took care of all of that which seems fair standard, you know, if you if you guys are wealthy, you, you normally have a bookkeeper, an accountant, a CPA, whatever, you have someone that runs the books. And that person is usually the one that's in charge of, like, listen, people like Tom Girardi and Erica Girardi aren't on TurboTax filing their own taxes. That's just not how it works. They send everything to somebody that runs the books for them. They have enough money to be able to hire somebody. So, As we now know, the Girardi Keys books were very messy. They were not well kept. The trustee is having a hard time keeping up with all of it. Um, So... Her attorneys are like, look, we don't have access to any of those documents. We don't have access to any of those files. Erica was never in possession of any of them. They belong to Giardy Keys and they belong to the bankruptcy trustee. So we can't even file our tax, the tax returns for EJ Global for this last year because we don't have any of the financials to be able to file a tax return. In order to file a tax return, you have to know what money came in. You have to, you know, see what, uh, what was it a 10, 1099, I believe uh, we need all the ten ninety nines to see what Erica was actually paid so that we can actually file that. Unless we can do that, we can't. She can do it for her new company. What is it? Pretty Mess Inc. Because now she's in possession of Pretty Mess Inc. She now has learned her lesson. Don't give Tom everything because he's not going to, you know, be there in the end. He's going to be in the old folks home. Um, I think they were trying to invalidate Crystal's feelings by telling her what she could say instead of asking her why she felt that way. Again, but I think it was out of protection for Sutton, and that is a very strong word, you know. And I think people have different interpretations for different words. Um, I stand by everything I said earlier in this episode. I imagine that was super traumatic. Yes, yes. We had a robbery. I'm sorry to hear that, Alicia. Robberies, yeah. Anytime your home or your personal space is violated in some type of way, it's not great. Let's get those likes up. Thank you, low key. If you're watching this on YouTube, smash that like button. Or if you're watching this on Instagram, hit that little heart button. Drop a badge if you feel so inclined. Um, okay, so we talked about Chrisley. We recapped Beverly Hills. We gave an update on the Girardi Erica Jane stuff with Ron Richards. Thoughts, feelings, vibes, questions. What else do you guys want to talk about before we close out tonight's live? Hi, Coffee Buzz. Hi, Trish. Oh, Trish popped on from the Instagram and now Trish has popped on onto the YouTube. Ooh, excuse me. Hi, Coffee Buzz. Hi, Val. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, Cheryl C. Hi, April. Hi, T. Hamilton. With so much going on in the world, I would think that she should count we should count our blessings be grateful and don't sweat the small stuff. I think it's important for the housewives to realize this as well. I agree T Hamilton, absolutely. With all with so much going on in the world, I think we should count our blessings, be grateful and don't sweat the small stuff. 1000%, um also hearts go out to the people of Texas right now, all these parents that lost their their children and the teachers my heart breaks for them, and I just I send nothing but love to them right now. Um, I think your podcast is awesome. You're phenomenal. Thank you, Jill. Listen, it's a it's been a rough week. We you know following this Amber Heard Johnny Drepp trial is really heavy. We have everything going on in Texas, very heavy, heavy, heavy hearts. I think what we can all do right now is just send some love. To each other, to our loved ones, hug your babies tight tonight, hug your friends tight tonight, hug your parents tight tonight, call your mom, tell her you love her, all that good stuff. There's enough craziness and enough trauma and heartache going on in the world that the best thing we can do is just send each other a little love. Any news on getting your wine into Australia? I know, guys. I trust me. I would love to. I would try to. we're in the U S we're growing in the U S hopefully eventually we'll be able to expand beyond the U S. Did you see the real housewives of Dubai sneak peek? What are your thoughts? I have not seen the real housewives of Dubai sneak peek, but Adam and I, Adam from up and Adam, um, And I are going to be doing a live next week on June 1st, leading up to the premiere of Real House as a Dubai. So if you guys want to join us, make sure you mark your calendars because we'll be going live on Instagram, not on YouTube. We won't be live on YouTube, but we will be live on the Instagram and we will be doing a special Instagram live um counting down to Dubai and talking about some of our you know since Dubai is very luxurious and very much into the glam um we'll be sharing some of our favorite beauty products and doing some of our um beauty talk with some of our favorite products since you guys are always asking us about that so June 1st stay tuned I believe it's at 4 p.m pacific we're gonna be doing a live we'll be announcing it this weekend so stay tuned yes love Adam we love Alive. Yes, Passenger Shaming. We love Alive. I watch you all the time, but I've never caught you live. So excited. Texas love. It is heavy. Thank you, Missy Sanchez. Uh, Trish says, I think Diana was being mean when she said Sutton was weird. Sutton is weird. I mean, come on. Are we going to deny that Sutton's a little weird? I think Sutton knows that she's weird. She's weird and she's awkward. Crystal called her that. She said, You're an awkward, inappropriate person, period. And then production told Crystal, be friends with Sutton. And she's like, all right, Sutton's a little weird and inappropriate and awkward. But production said, I got to be friends with her. So here we go. Hunky Dory. Hi, Zach. Um, Hi. Yeah, Zach will be lively if you brought your show to Australia. As I said, you have people in Oz who love you. uh, Trust me, I would love to bring it to Australia. Um, tater tot says hi, sexy zaddy. Hi, tater tots. Did you see my Instagram today? Oof, things got a little spicy. (sighs) Always want to hear my updates, even if you think it's a fail. (laughs) Um, thank you. Tried to order in Mitch. Yeah, sorry, guys. It's the wine is, is US based only. Um, but for everyone that has ordered it, I really do appreciate it. I promise we would. I would love to take an international sometime. Um, but a classy person knows one should never embarrass anyone or make anyone feel uncomfortable. Yes, you're right, Trish. I'm not saying that, you know. But, like, here's the thing. She also, at the dinner table at Kyle's house, told Teddy that she thought she was a little boring. Like, Sutton said that out loud at the dinner table when we were supposed to go around and say something nice. Um, so... You know, it's a reality show. I mean, it wasn't very nice. I will agree with you. It wasn't very nice. Um. Ooh, you need Jason for beauty secrets. Why? We don't like Adam's skin. I think Adam looks great. You don't think Adam and I can reveal beauty secrets? We need Jason? What? Guys, maybe I'll make Jason join the live too. Maybe I'll I'll convince him to like pop in a little bit. But no, we're definitely, we're doing a collab with Birchbox, who Adam and I have worked with on the tour. So stay tuned for that, guys. June 1st, I believe at 4 p.m. Pacific, we'll make an announcement over the weekend. Um, But we are going to be doing a fun collab with Birchbox June 1st, counting down to the Real Housewives of Dubai premiere. Talking all about housewives, skincare, beauty products, all the babes. Do you think Diana will be there next season? I hope Diana's there next season. Fuck yeah, she's great. Yes, Diana confused me. Sutton has a good soul and heart. Sutton means well. That's very true. She does mean well. She does have a good heart. Um, so. Russ, who do you think Garcelle is is wait, what? Who do you think Garcelle is warning Sutton about? Diana or Crystal? The edit made it look like it was Crystal, but I think it's Diana. Maybe, I don't know. I didn't even think about that, Ross. You're referring to the preview of next week where Son's like you better watch out for your new friend. Um, Maybe it is Crystal. Who knows? I don't know. But usually in the edits, they try to trick us. So maybe it's not Crystal. Um, Zach and Handsome Mike should collab. I don't think Handsome Mike has anything to collab on. He doesn't even watch my show. I asked him and I was like, are you... Fan of me or a fan of Adam? Like who do who do you watch more? And he's like, I'm a fan of Jasons. And I was like, Oh, oh, Dubai just shot saw the shower pic on your Instagram. Oh, yeah, I was feeling a little frisky, and I was like, I need a little attention tonight. So yes, I posted a fun little photo on my Instagram. Um, and it's gotten a lot of attention. Zach, your lives always turn into therapy sessions. I love it. Thank you, Alicia. Uh, listen, all of my content, I like to make sure I, you know, put some sort of like good tangible takeaways. It, listen, we're in the world of salacious reality TV gossip and tea and all of that stuff. But like, that doesn't mean we can't also have a little bit of heart and consciousness to it, too. Did you see Diana or did you see Dina replied to a comment confirming Dolores wrote a statement to her ex? Yeah, Dolores and who was the other one? Dolores and somebody else um, wrote Dolores and I think Caroline right wrote a letter in support of Dina's ex. That doesn't sound very good. April says, hit that like button and show some love. Yes, guys, hit that like button if you're watching this live on YouTube or watching Re- Replay Crew. I see you guys in the comments. I always like to comment with you guys. Thank you to the Replay Crew. Um, if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, it is so, so important and crucial that you leave reviews. Nice reviews. Honest reviews, but nice reviews. Um, they really do help the show. They really do help us grow. Um, you know, Occasionally, the trolls like to come in and leave one-star reviews And they don't really leave any comments of merit. So if you're ever so inclined, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please drop a five-star review um, and let people know what about the show you actually enjoy so that when new people come, they read the reviews and see, you know, what the show is actually about, and it's not getting dominated by trolls. I have very unpopular opinions. I have very unfiltered opinions. Sometimes people don't like the unfiltered opinions, so they like to drag me in the reviews because they know that it hurts the show. So if you ever feel inclined, please support it. I'd love to try your wine. Where can it be purchased? In Boston. Um, You can order at nofilterwine.com. It's not in stores, not yet at least, but it is available at nofilterwine.com. We are going to be launching subscriptions soon. I probably shouldn't be saying that just yet. Well, I guess I can say it, right? We haven't announced anything specific, but I'm excited about this new evolution of the wine, and I think it's going to be really good. What do you think about Diana? I love Diana, Chris. I love Diana. I think she's great. Oh, Jill, go to his website. Yes, nofilterwine.com. Bravo, Biatch. Which current real housewife of Beverly Hills do you think will be the first to leave? (sighs) I actually think they might let go of Lisa Rinna. I do. Um, I just think she's not faring well with the audience. Well, I don't know. They might keep her because there's enough people that like her as a villain that maybe there are there is something redeeming. Love, Diana. Uh, oh, there are a lot of comments that I missed. Loved you on Jock's podcast this week. Thank you, sunshine. Louie news that she pushed his ex-wife. Oh, head on a metal pole. Yikes. Thoughts on the leaked Rinna DMs about Kathy. I didn't love it. I did not love it. I think it's not a good look for her. Um, DMing, like, here's the thing. I'm pissed that she was DMing fan accounts because, like, you should know better. But I'm also pissed at the fan accounts because I'm just like, she gave you tea. She gave you exclusive tea that was DMed to you. And the first thing you're going to do is screenshot it and run with that and post it. Like, you literally just shot yourself in the foot. You probably could have gotten good tea or whatever, in the in the future and you burned that relationship um so to me from like a account perspective i was like well you're a fucking idiot because you were getting exclusive tea straight from the horse's mouth and you killed it so fucking loser like but, but at the same time I don't love when housewives go into the DMS and they start spilling stuff or trying to control the narrative in some sort of way. It just, it doesn't look good. And I would imagine from like Bravo's perspective, it doesn't look good because you're leaking stuff and now you're caught red handed leaking stuff. I would imagine that maybe Kyle may not have loved that. She talked about their mother because obviously Kyle still loves her mother. She may have issues with Kathy, but I would imagine that like you're not going to want your friend DMing people saying that your mom was racist, you know? I don't think it's a good look for her at all. I think it is very not great. Um, stupid me took caffeine pills because I was tired and now I'm anxious as fuck. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that. I get good shit from Diana, but I shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, it wasn't about Big Kathy. I think... um I think Lisa thinks she's living in a real life soap opera. I mean, she kind of is. You can't really fault these women for like believing they're in a um soap opera cuz their lives kind of are a soap opera. I think when Lois died, it'll when Lois dies, it'll put her in a different light and people will feel bad for her and want to keep her around another season. Oh, you mean on the show once we get to that part. Yeah, I agree um aloha aloha which previous housewife of beverly hill should come back i would like to see taylor come back i would like to see kim richards come back i would love to see brandy glanville come back all the crazy ones you know the ones that really make things exciting hello ooh, over a hundred people in the youtube live right now what's up what's up um, did you hear Gretchen Rossi is coming back as a friend? I don't believe any of those low-budget rumors, guys, and you shouldn't either until we have something official. Um, That's why I usually wait like six episodes before I watch. Cliffhangers kill me. Yes, uh, April said cliffhanger previews are definitely a way to tease and make things look About what the next episode will be. It's tough on the mind until the next episode airs. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think she was talking about Big Kathy. I think she was referring to Conrad and Paris getting it from their mother. No, I think she was referring to Big Kathy. So we're doing Bravo Book Club right now. And in Bravo Book Club, we're breaking down House of Hilton Every Tuesday, the first part is already up on the YouTube channel and up on the Instagram. The rebroadcast is available, but we're getting into House of Hilton and we're getting into the Kathy Hilton stuff and holy fucking guacamole. She is a monster, and we're only four chapters into the book. So, yes, we break this down every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific on Instagram and on YouTube, and the broadcasts get saved, so you can always watch them again later. But I do think that Rena was talking about Big Kathy, and I do think – or I think that's who she was referring to in those leaked leaked messages. Book club is juicy. Yes, Sunshine, it is. Trust me, Zach, it was about Paris. Oh, okay. Then it was – she was – okay, so – Then the Rinna DMs were about Paris referring to Kathy being the one that, you know, put those off onto her kids. So when she says they get it from the mother, she was saying that Paris and Conrad get it from their mother, who's Kathy Hilton, little Kathy. Got it. Um... You're not pissed that Paris said those things. I mean, yeah, I think it's awful that Paris said those things. What did Paris, like, was there something recently that Paris said? Like, sorry, guys, loop me into the context of what was happening with these DMs and how they related to Paris and if that was something that happened recently. Um, T. Hamilton says, Zach, you love The Crazy Ones. I sure do. I sure do. But your recap of the book is everything. Thank you, Lizzie better than Netflix. Thank you, Lizzie. Zach, will you post a link for credit to you for purchasing the Hilton book if possible on your IG? Um, I would, but the Hilton book is not for sale anymore. It's no longer available. It's out of print. I mean, it came back, it came out in what, like 2004, maybe 2007. It came out a long, maybe 2006. Let's see, when did this book actually come out? Because it's been a long time since the book has been out. 2006 is when it came out. It's no longer available to purchase um, unless you find like a used copy somewhere, number one, or number two, um, you go to like your local library because people keep asking me, how do I get a copy? How do I get a copy? I don't know. Somebody literally, a really sweet woman from Australia, sent me a copy of this book, shipped it to me herself. And I was like, oh my God, can I pay you for shipping? Like, that's so sweet. And she's like, no, I just want to do something nice and I don't need the fucking book anymore. And I was like, you're so sweet. Thank you. Who cares? What's the big deal? Whether he's gay or not gay, that's his and his family's business. With a ton of exclamation words. Well, genie, um, I think it becomes the world's business when it's in a federal trial and it's brought up for the whole world to talk about because he was allegedly defrauding banks and you know evading paying taxes. And his business partner, who was also his secret lover, was aiding and abetting in that. So I think that's kind of where it kind of comes up. Sorry, girl. Um, Tanya, uh, Tatiana says it was about Paris saying racist and homophobic slurs. That's why she said she gets it from her mother. Paris gets it from Kathy. Oh, got it, got it, got it. That makes more sense. Thank you for that clarification. That's in regards to the Rinna leaked messages. Yes, Conrad said things, dropped the N-word. Conrad was terrible. Paris was terrible. Um, And apparently, according to the book, so was Kathy Hilton. I don't want to give you too much tea from the book, because obviously I did the full recap on the YouTube channel, and it's also available on Instagram, um, that you guys can tune into and get the full scoop. But, like, there was literally a section in the book where Big Kathy, Kathy Hilton's mother, was afraid of Kathy Hilton. She wanted her daughters to be famous, but... She, Kathy Hilton started dating. This was before she was Kathy Hilton. She was Kathy Richards, but she was dating one of the brothers in the Jackson five and big Kathy. Her mother was like, told her friend, she's like, I'm a little concerned and I'm a little worried about her dating. One of the members of the Jackson five, obviously I think this could really help her, you know, with her career. But at the same time, my concern is like, I don't really want her dating anybody that's black. So I think that there, it comes uh, maybe a lot higher. Um, if I'll see if I can find a used one on Amazon. I order by books through you to get your credit. Um, I'll try to see if I can add a copy to my Amazon storefront, which is amazon.com slash shop slash Zach Peter, amazon.com slash shop slash Zach Peter. All of the Bravo books are in there. House of Hilton, I don't believe is in there um, because I believe if it's sold through a third party, I don't think I can make a commission off of that. And I believe that the third party sellers that are selling used copies are selling it for like 75 bucks. So not sure if that's entirely worth it house of hilton is on amazon but only for kindle the others are expensive af oh well then there you go you can buy it on kindle um i'll bet little kathy got it from big kathy yeah it definitely sounds like she got it from big kathy hi uh andy's fleetwood hello love hope you're having a wonderful evening i am thank you my dear big kathy for real needs an investigation i agree Um, is Big Kathy still alive? No, Big Kathy died. Big Kathy's gone. (laughs) Guys, um, federal charges are the worst, are worse than criminal charges. Even federal prison is way worse than just prison. Yep. What trauma at school I'll be taking my Adderall next live. Oh my God. Bethany has to be one. Blonde bombshell. Thank you. Thanks, Amber. Thanks, girl. Uh, do the recent clips from the show when filming... Do they react to clips from the show when filming confessions? That's a good question. I believe so. Let me ask, because I do have some sources, and I've never asked that question, and maybe I will ask that question. Um, Can you do a collab with Ryan Bailey soon? Love your Discord. Um, I was just on Ryan Bailey's podcast last month in April. I was on his show, um, and he and I have done several collabs together in the past, I do have Amanda Hirsch from Not Skinny, Not Fat. And then I do have um, Amanda Hirsch and and Danny Pellegrino who are both coming on the podcast next month. So stay tuned for that. You know, I love to collab with other collaborators. I like to lift up other collaborators. We support each other. You don't support other women. What the Zach Pack does, right, guys? We support other podcasters. This is not a competitive space. This is a collaborative space, and I'm very grateful to have both Danny and Amanda coming on the show next month. Especially since it's going to be my birthday soon, and we get in it. All right, guys, shall we wrap? Uh, what's your dream cast for Ultimate Girls Trip? Um, let's see. If I could pick someone from Jersey, I would pick Margaret Josephs. Oops. If I can pick someone from yeah, Margaret Josephs or maybe a Caroline Manzo might be kind of fun. Jacqueline the Reader, I think, could really let loose, but I think my top pick from Jersey would be Margaret. Um, Beverly Hills, if I can get someone to join Ultimate Girls Trip, I would say Rinna and maybe even Erica Jane. I don't think Erica would ever do it. I don't think Rinna would ever do it, but I think Rinna would definitely be fun. Um, or Kim Richards, I think, would definitely be fun. Atlanta, I would want. I mean, we haven't gotten Candy, so Candy would kind of be nice. I would love a Porsche. A Porsche would be fun. Um, or NeNe. I don't think NeNe would ever do it, but NeNe. OC, I would want Heather Dubrow. Shannon Bedore might be kind of fun, right? Uh, yeah. Or Emily. I think Emily could be really fun. We're not doing Dallas, right? We're not doing DC because those are both canceled. From Miami, I would want Alexia or Marisol and Adriana, I think would be my two top choices for Ultimate Girls Trip because they're fun. Your podcast and lives are my fave. Oh, thank you, Amber. Oh, hey, it's Amber. Thanks, Amber. I wouldn't want Lisa or, or Denise or LVP. No, thank you. Yeah, those are some of my picks for Ultimate Girls Trip. Has Porters show been renewed? I don't believe so. Oh, um, Artist. oh i'm sorry it looked like an end sorry the screen is, is far from my eyes sorry my love artists i apologize artist fleetwood not end this artists thank you for clarifying that that way i know that moving forward um that was fun thank you sent you a little high on ig well thank you for pa- thank you passenger shaming Okay, do you know anything about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Aspen Trip? Oh yeah, we've covered the Aspen Trip on the podcast extensively. I was one of the first people to, to spill on what happened in Aspen. I think it was me and Queens of Bravo. We were the only two that actually were spilling things about Aspen as it was coming out. So, um... April, this is the best live I've ever joined. I subscribed to your channel tonight, too. Thank you, April. I love that. Um, All right, guys, shall we wrap? Thank you. Appreciate you. Oh yeah, we're already past the one-hour mark. All right, guys, thank you for joining tonight. If you're watching this on YouTube and you enjoyed tonight's live, we go live every Tuesday nights for Book Club, where we recap Bravo books. And we go live every Thursday nights, both at 5.30 p.m. Pacific. 8.30 8.30 Eastern. So you can mark your calendars for that. We release new podcast episodes every Monday and Wednesday and rebroadcast our Thursday Night Lives on Fridays on the podcast. So the podcast is called Hashtag no with Zach Peter. It's available on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, and you can watch full episodes on YouTube, which is YouTube.com slash Just Plain Zach. If you are watching this on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button, smash that like button and leave me a good comment letting me know what your thoughts were of today's episode. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, then please go ahead and give me a five-star review because i love that validation yo i need that validation i appreciate that validation if you want to order no filter wine which is my housewives inspired wine line we come we have a fizzy white wine and a fizzy rose 30 percent alcohol by volume but less than a gram of sugar it's available at nofilterwine.com we will be kicking off subscriptions soon but until then you're going to want to stock up for summer it's a perfect poolside wine The cans are small and compact, so you can sneak them into your pockets. I love to sneak them into my Ubers. You can throw them in your purse for like a little pre-game moment. Zachy, sign off. I have a question for you. Yes, Jess, I got your text. I'm signing off now. I will respond momentarily. Um, Good night, artist. Good night, um, T. Hamilton. Good night, low-key. Um, but guys, if you do want to follow me personally, you can give me a follow. If you give a shit about my life or you want to see my naked shower selfies on my Instagram stories at just plain Zach. you can follow the podcast at no Zach, and stay tuned. Thank you, Jill Pap, Jill Papalardo for the badges. I appreciate you. Yes. We'll do after we'll do after party for those of you that are unfamiliar with after party after party is our, um we go on my personal account and i dish on all all things I answer questions nothing's off limits none of it gets saved so whatever you get is what you get all right guys good night love you bye